Hello everyone, and welcome to another installment of Podcast 360, your go-to resource for medical news and clinical updates. I'm your moderator, Amanda Balby, with Consultant 360. Today my guest is Dr. Temito Achibau, who is a fellow at the University of Arizona College of Medicine in Phoenix, Arizona. He joins us today to talk about his team's study on the impact of atrial fibrillation on outcomes in hospitalized cardiac amyloidosis patients, which he recently presented at the American Heart Association's Scientific Sessions 2021. Thank you for joining us today, Dr. Ajibao. To start, can you give us an overview of your study and its findings? Okay, so background of the study was that uh, we wanted to see the impact of atrial fibrillation in patients hospitalized with cardiac amyloidosis. Most especially, we were interested in mortality and um, thromboembolic complications and also utilization of procedures while these patients are admitted into the hospital. For our study, we did a retrospective analysis of the National Inpatient Sample from me for over eight years, between 2007 and 2014. We found about 15,811 patients admitted during this year gap, out of which um, 20%, 20.6% specifically, had um, atrial fibrillation during their stay in the hospital. We found that these patients uh, that had atrial fibrillation had a higher mean age. They were older and they had more comorbidities. So then we did a propensity score matching, more like we tried to mimic uh, a randomized control trial so that this patient look equally and we can compare them. After we did this, we did not find any a difference, statistical difference in, in terms of this uh, hospital mortality and other outcomes we studied, such as stroke, pulmonary embolism, or DVT, because I was concerned about also thromboembolic uh, complications. We also studied sepsis and AKI. But the only significant thing we found that uh, these patients that had uh, atrial fibrillation were more likely to undergo endomyocardial biopsy. Specifically for cardiac amyloidosis, sometimes there are other uh, modalities of diagnosing these diseases, but sometimes when you are not sure, you might need to do a cardiac biopsy, like I said. So these patients with atrial fibrillation were likely to undergo endomyocardial biopsy. Those are the main findings in our study. Great. So how can clinicians implement your findings into clinical practice? Specifically, we had about a quarter of these patients having um, these patients admitted with um, cardiac amyloidosis, having uh, atrial fibrillation. Atrial fibrillation has been studied in some studies, but I think the significance is that um, for patients that are admitted for this amyloidosis, um, cardiac amyloidosis, we should be on the lookout for um, arrhythmia abnormalities like atrial fibrillation, and these patients need to be put on anticoagulation and stroke uh, prevention measures needs to be put in place for this patient very early. Those are what I think translates to um, clinical findings. Absolutely. So what is the next step in your research? Since we did a retrospective study, prospective studies needs to be done. We will use types of atrial fibrillation. I only uh, took everybody that had atrial fibrillation, which is a radium abnormality. So, I mean, we could divide them into paroxysmal, that means your cause or long-standing persistent or permanent. I think these are things that we would like to look into. 
then do a prospective study and see mortality in some years time, maybe one or two years and see all those things. Uh, so that's what I think can be done in, from the study. Great. Thank you again so much for speaking with me today and answering all my questions. All right. Thank you very much.